the fact that you work with the hottest, one of the hottest people in the industry say something about you, and then on top of that, you giving people access to you. Do you know? What you do to the community and, and giving back, I think that's awesome. Yeah, and it wasn't even the fact of who you are, it was you made it relatable. It's all substance. That's what I like about what you do. There's no filler, you know, you're, you're not trying to hide nothing from nobody. What I saw as an obstacle or whatever, and said, no, nah, look at it like this. You're listening to the hottest podcast on the internet. So if you want to learn about the music industry, learn what the music millionaires do to make money and the secrets of the music elite, stay tuned and subscribe with your host SG1 and Casino Roulette. So we're going to go live in three, two, one, and welcome to the podcast, guys. So again, man, if this is your first time watching us, first thing first, let's get this out of the way. Make sure you subscribe, no matter where you're watching that, no matter where you're listening to it at. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you tune in, make sure you bookmark us, make sure you do all the things that you need to do to make sure that you stay abreast of the podcast. And and before we get into this, because we got a lot to talk about, we're coming up close, we're close to a, what's the best way to say? We're close to <laughs> a podcast name. Uh Casino, I think we, I think we're close to a podcast name. We, we got several that we're going to run down to you guys and uh, we're going to put it in the poll. If you're on YouTube, you can definitely, um, uh, choose which one you like best. But what we came up with casino, we came up with hustle and no, uh, uh, a viewer suggested millionaire mindset and then all about the business, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now you gotta make sure you say the last one, like we said we were gonna say. Oh, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> All about business, baby, baby. All about the business, baby. Y'all, y'all may know that it sounds familiar. All about the business, baby. So that's where we got that concept from. So you can vote on it, man. Y'all make sure y'all vote on it, comment on it, let us know which one you like. Hashtag your favorite one, and then that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna do a tally, and then we'll decide which one we wanna go with. Now, in the meantime, man, first and foremost, um, if you guys don't know, let me introduce my co-host, my partner, my brother, Casino Roulette. Casino. What's happening, y'all? It's Casino Roulette, C-A dollar sign, I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. Follow me on all these social platforms, Casino Roulette, C-A-S-I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Facts. All facts. And I want to I want to just jump right in, man. So besides besides all of the things that um let's see. Oh, let me first let me cancel that. All of the things that's been going on recently in the music world. First let's talk about uh, I don't know if you know this and we didn't talk about this. Donnell Rollins or Donnell Rollins. He used to be a former comedian on a Dave Chappelle uh show. Did a skit. He talked about Nicki Minaj and the women ain't been having it, bro. They've been on his head. Not important, but I wanted to bring that up because he came on the Breakfast Club and bought it up and talked about it. And so whatever's going on, he's catching H-E double hockey sticks with the, 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 what, what is the, what is Nicki Minaj's, uh, the Barbies? That's what they call themselves, the Barbies. So yeah, they going, they going at his head right now, bro. I mean, like hard. 
Um, but the other thing, man, is we we was talking about recent earlier. I mean, you had a private conversation, but we were talking about um, what's going on in the music licensing um, arena. Um, as me and you both know, as we read, it says, um, well, let me just go right into it. As podcast industry grows, licensing music can get complicated and pricey. And so for those who don't know, of course, this is a podcast. We do podcasts. Fortunately for us, we use a lot of original music and or music from our producers. But there was an article that Billboard recently uh, put out about um, licensing music and and the turmoils between it right now because people who are doing podcasts are using um, music from artists and they're considering it. Well, let me just read it from its inception, using unlicensed music, it may be time to pay the Piper podcaster. A few years ago, when Ice-T was making his final level podcast for the independent company, Loudspeakers Network, he decided to open it with his 1986 track, Six in the Morning. Uh, he, he's quoted to saying, it's my song, don't worry about it. And he told this to Chris Morrow, uh, the network's co-founder and CEO. Um, and and the, the CEO basically said he remembered Ice-T telling him this, but he had no choice but to worry because Warner Music owned the master recordings. Um, so the final um, the final output would be based on Warner Music owning the, the, the master recording. And so Morrow goes on to say basically it's not worth it. Uh, if he did five or ten episodes like that, you know, they could basically kill the podcast as a whole. But Casino, what this does, man, is this this truly opens up the door for that question, you know, thing, matter of fact, we talked about that with all about the business, you know, like using the, the intro to all about the Benjamins uh, and maybe three or four seconds of that for our intro to the podcast. If we decided to go with that particular um, podcast name uh, and, and the concern I said to you was, you know, having a copyright strike on YouTube, but I didn't even think about Anchor or iTunes or anywhere else. But you mentioned something that was very uh, um you mentioned that to piggyback off that it made sense to you because recently you did a podcast with your daughter and you said based on the topic, you tried to add some music to it and it wouldn't allow you. So can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, man. Um, like you said, I was trying to do a podcast the other day with my daughter and um, I was trying to, for those that don't know, I have a disabled daughter. And, you know, her being in a wheelchair, for people that's in a wheelchair, their legs, their wheels are like their legs. So by her wheelchair breaking down, she was telling me how it made her feel. So I said, you know, feelings are universal. If she feel this way, there's other people that's feeling this way or have felt that way so they can relate. So I said, okay, well, let me do a podcast with her because her and I have a show coming. Y'all make sure y'all stay tuned for the Casino and Khadija show. That's me and my disabled daughter. You know, we touching on topics that people don't think that they can relate to, but I know they can and it should be conveyed to the world. So um, I said, okay, well, let's do this podcast. So we've done the podcast. And when you're speaking on emotions, there's certain records that can evoke emotions. So I said, okay, well, what's a record that made me feel a certain way when I heard it? I said, I'm going to try this Marvin, this this Luther Vandross in it up. So right. as I go through this, I'm going to show the people what I showed you, and that way they can see what we saw. 
I yeah, said, yeah, okay. definitely, definitely. Uh, uh, if you can show them what it was that um, you shared with me, because I think it's very pivotal, especially those of us who are getting into podcasts that they know and see what's going on now. And and, and this is going to be a big thing, man. This is going to be a big thing because I think for so long, podcasters have just been accustomed to not having that restriction and not having the the whole um, content um, and you know being inhibited from utilizing the music content they want because it wasn't video. But now as podcasts take on this more video presence and anchor and all these companies are becoming, the podcast is generating revenue for lack of a better word. Let's just say it, let's say what it is because podcasting is now generating $479 million right now, a year in annual advertising revenue. Of course, the music industry is going to say, Hey, we want a piece of that, but go ahead, bro. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Everybody want a piece of the pie. And this music, whether people know it or not, is generating a lot of money from different avenues. And that's how you become rich, ladies and gentlemen. You got to read, you got to find your resources from different places. No artist would tell you, hey, I became rich off my music. You know, you got to find out where the music is making the money at in other areas. So right. saying this, um, like I say, I said that, okay, I want to use that Luther Vandross in love. I said, so let me go over here. And if anybody is familiar with uh, this app, this is Anchor. Anchor has been bought out by Spotify. And this is the uh, premier app that they suggest people use when you're trying to become a podcaster. Right. This app is for anybody. It's free service, free download, and there's ways to monetize it. All you got to do is learn this app. So right. this right here is just a crash course. So I said, okay, let me go ahead and um, add the music. So what I tried to do was go here and add the music. Like I said, any love? And it pops up here. So I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and add it to the episode. And as you add it to the episode, this is what pops up. And can you read that? Well, says, your annotation is right there. So can you move it a little bit? But I, I know it says unable to add so, music. There you go. And what it says is unable to add music. Since you have listener support enabled, you can't add the third party music to your podcast. Sorry about that. And what right. the listener support enabled is, it's a button on here inside the app to where you can monetize this in different ways. This is the second way of monetization, which is you are now allowing the people to contribute to you. You're allowing them to force their opinion on your next app or whatever, I mean, your next episode. So they would donate to it. And then at the same time, you are in, you're bringing in new music from another party, which is another artist. So now, instead of you being able to add their music to your podcast and not contribute to them, now you got to pay them too. So now that money has been split so many ways. So now they are seeing that, hold up, if y'all not paying our artists for the things that we need, then you can't use the music. So this goes back to what you were just saying, S.G., that everybody wants a piece of the pie. Right, right. And and that's, I think, you know, I mean, in, in hindsight and what's going on, I think it's honestly a good thing. If it's going to benefit everyone, 
you know what I mean? Is is the indie artist going to be able to, is this indie artist or these indie artists using the, a distributor who will have access to be able to get their music on platforms like Anchor or on, you know, podcast platforms like Pod One or whoever, and then is the playing ground going to be, you know, fair? That's the whole point. Because I think if it's only going to be beneficial to major labels to be able to monetize their music on podcasts, then I think that's a disadvantage, of course, to the indie labels or indie artists and labels. And 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 at that point, I think, again, awareness, there needs to be some kind of conversation that's had. And I, I honestly feel like, uh, with that said, because indies don't have a go-to organization, and I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, there's going to be someone, if we don't do this, that's going to take advantage of this. They'll never, they'll never mention us and never mention this conversation, but I've had, I've had this and made this statement several times that at some point we need to have a rights organization that represents indie artists, a, a uh, membership organization that, uh, you know, indies can join and then we go and lobby major labels, the, you know, Congress or whoever to represent indie artists because right now, Major artists are the only ones that can go and, 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 and lobby or purchase lobbyists to pass laws that benefit them. But I tell you, somebody, and if somebody takes this idea, I'm not going to be mad at them. Just make sure you contact us so that we can be a part of this as well. But we need someone that's going to be able to, uh, um, um, wholeheartedly go and represent indie labels and artists as a whole. Again, I don't think this is a bad thing at all. And, and I would love to be able to read a little bit more of this if you don't mind, uh, you know, yes, sir. and see what it says here. Let me go and share my screen real quick. Um, so it says, uh, and I'm just going to just, just skim through this. It says, um, in the past few years, podcasting, I'm reading from right here. So anybody want to follow me? Uh, in the past few years, podcasting has grown from a cottage industry into big business with 93 million listeners and 479 million in yearly advertising revenue in the United States, according to PricewaterCoopers. Producers have become more sophisticated about licensing music and more willing to pay for it, but clearing rights for both recording and the underlying compositions can be complicated and expensive. And um, it just went on basically to talk about in comparison to uh, music licensing is going to be more like sync. And um, it talks about Spotify right here, as you say, it's for the Spotify podcast, Stay Free, The Story of the Clash, the streaming company, work with the band's management, and et cetera, et cetera. But if you guys are interested in this article, you can find it on billboard.com, articles, business, um, and it's, it's podcasting, licensing, music challenges. Uh, I think it's going to be real interesting, um, seeing old man, to see where this goes, because I think it's going to change the dynamics of the internet radio um situation right now again as podcasts has become one of the biggest things that has really hit you know it's given people the freedom to not have to uh um wait for a network to give you a voice you can create your own voice and um i think uh, um i thought it was I, and I think it was eventual i think it eventually was going to happen because radio stations can't get away with playing music on their station um in any form without asking for royalties so I just knew it was going to be eventual that it happened to podcast. Well, you know, it's the same thing like we said um, sometime before. All the money that was on television is going to the Internet. So mm -hmm. with all this money that is now being dumped onto the Internet, the big wigs, they want a piece of action, baby. You yeah. know, and you got to respect it when it comes to business. So that means that 
artists, it goes back to what we were saying. You got to get your business in order. You got, like you told him, brother, you got to get those LLCs. You got to get this stuff really intact as a business. Because now you're no longer just an independent artist. You're a walking, talking record label. And that's how they see you as such. So your business has to be conducted as such. Because if not, they don't hear you. They don't see you. That's a fact. That's a fact. And I'll tell you something, you know, um, for those of you who have not and don't know, you know, we, we do have a course under music-millionaires.com that you guys can take. Um, we talk about the music business. We got, you know, I show you how to set your music business up the proper way. Because truly, as an independent artist and as an indie label, if you don't have your business set up, there's no way for you to go and get this money. Just signing up with a performing rights organization is not enough anymore, guys. Yes, ASCAP, yes, BMI now have included YouTube, Pandora, and certain streaming avenues to be able to collect that money but from just the international level and being able to get out there again, um, choosing the proper distributor to get you in these places that gives you a fair chance and shot to be able to collect your music royalties and, and collect your mechanicals and all these different things is really going to make the difference. But yeah, I found that article very interesting. Now on a lot of note, man, something most people don't know is man, that after you went through your experience, um, Sino, you did a gospel album. Uh, a gospel rap album, right? Yes, sir. And uh, Snoop has done a gospel album. Of course, my brother was on it. Uh, he, he did a couple songs on the album. But now it tends to seem, well, it seems like, and this is nothing new for those anybody who've been following the music industry, but the momentum of the gospel albums and rappers getting into the music, gospel music, has picked up. Would you say? Absolutely. It has definitely become a influx and artists you know going to the gospel rap what do you what do you think is the momentum or the the, the motivation behind that why do you think more artists are going into it now of course I, I gave you my theory but what do you think the reasoning behind that is honestly okay people that do know and those that don't know the reason I done my gospel rap album was because I almost lost my life, not just once, but twice. Being shot six times in the near fatal car accident, which was documented on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Okay, being in that position, somebody that's going through what I go through mentally on a daily basis, which is trauma, you know, reliving, recurring, all those traumatic experiences, whether it's through dreams or just through thought. I had to find a way to settle my mind. So I had to give my all to God. You know, I had to surrender, which is the name of my record. I surrender featuring D. Shayland. So I done it because of a spiritual experience. I think the others are doing it from a profit standpoint because I feel as if they know, such as I know, that the Youth of today are looking for something and someone that they can believe in. And everybody has to believe in God in some form or fashion at some point of their life. So, but they also know that in this industry, we know that it's about the money. And the church and the, and the, and the religious people are the most lucrative and they are the most gullible when it comes to a profit. So I think a lot of them are doing this out of profit 
opposed to doing this out of spiritual fulfillment. So you you you, know, you, you think so so let's just be honest, you know what I mean? That would that would just basically say you think and uh, well I'm not gonna say you think, you think and I'm gonna tend to agree with you that people are exploiting religion in order to make a dollar. That they've gotten so it's gotten so bad that basically I'll exploit God in order to make it in the music industry. Not that they Absolutely. necessarily have uh, any spiritual awakening or um an epiphany or, 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 or anything like that. Just that at this point I've been there, done it all. And the only thing I got left is to, to turn to gospel music to make a couple of dollars. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's how I feel. I mean, you know, that's my honest opinion. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not throwing stones at nobody. I'm just telling you what my spirit tells me, you know, in order to be in tune with God, God calls everybody out of the wilderness. True indeed. But at the same time, what are you doing it for? Are you doing it for profit or are you doing it for pleasure? You know what I mean? And like I say, my spiritual my spiritual awakening came from, you know, being in tune with, hold on now, we got choices. And it could be influential or detrimental when it comes to your life. So you have to make the right choices. So I was awakening through traumatic experiences. Now, I'm not calling nobody else spirituality into question or nothing, but I'm just saying, like, just be a little bit more observant of the people and the presence that they are presenting when it comes to standing in the presence of God. You know what I mean? Like, you can right. feel what's real. You right. know what's right. You know what's wrong. If it's kicking you in your heart and saying, hold on, let me question it, then question it with everything inside of you. Right. Right. And, 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 I, and I'll be honest with you, man, you know, I really do, because, you know, some of the some of the most sensitive topics there is on this in this on this planet is religion. You know, what I mean, when it comes to religion, there have been countless religious wars fought. Um, mothers, you know, I mean, you can't talk about nobody, mama. <laughs> right. And, right. Right. And, and, and and these and family, of course, which mother falls into that, that category. But. I, I tend to agree with you because a lot of times we, we as, as adults, as children, we go in life, we're taught some kind of religious, uh, philosophy or belief. And we hone in on that because we believe that everything we do is being watched. Everything we, 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 that's being done is either being guided or being influenced by either an agreeable or disagreeable being. And so we teeter tot our lives on, on that concept, especially being young. Then when we get a little older, regardless to our views and our religious beliefs, we test the water. You understand? So if if your if your thing is, you know, you you you're supposed to be your brother's keeper, as we go out and we sell drugs, but our our momentum and our reasoning behind is I gotta feed my children, right? But it doesn't mean that it's not a it's it's a bad thing. Or as we go out as gangbangers and we go and we take another brother's life, which goes against the same creator that we say we believe in, right? Because thou shalt not murder. You know, my my thing is, when when should the lines be? When should that line be drawn, especially in music? And if you are turning to God, if it's truly you turning to God, when do the when do you decide, or how do you decide 
to to give this message of duality. In other words, no matter I'm turned I've turned to God for my music. My music is a reflection of what I've been through, like in your case point. But don't get it mistaken, I'm not gonna turn the other cheek. You get what I'm saying? Like, how do how do we live on both planes and then justify the means for having religious music? You get what I'm saying? So so you know in in the in case in point, Snoop Dogg um, you know, who, of course, everyone knows is an avid weed smoker, you know what I'm saying, which, you know, f for most of us is of the earth. You cannot, you can't not uh, agree with him in some fashion form that it has its benefits. It has its benefits. So we get that. But a lot of people who still shun that, the other side of that uh, coin still becomes, you know, um, his um, views and outspokenness on different artists and what they've done like Takashi 69, you know, me and him being a snitch and he's real big on that, you know, but what I'm asking you, what I guess I'm trying to say is where is that line that we have to decide which side of the fence we want to be on? Well, I mean, if you want to keep it all the way real, the book says, the Bible says that you got to choose a side. You can't be hot. You can't be cold. I mean, you can't be, you, you got to choose a side. You got to be either hot or cold. You can't be lukewarm, excuse me. So with that being said, that's the line right there. That's the line in the sand, period, point blank. Which one mm -hmm. are you, hot or cold? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But our human nature, we can't get away from that. We are human. Nobody is perfect. Some days I feel hot. Some days I feel cold. But it's all about taking control of your mind, taking control of you, having some type of accountability for life and saying, I'm going to be hot and I ain't going to be cold no more. You know what I'm saying? That's what a, that's where the choice comes in. A choice is everybody in life, we all have to make it. And what is your choice? Do you choose to be hot or do you choose to be cold? Don't straddle the fence because once the consequences of cold come, take that. And once the benefit of hot Take that. Right. You can't mix it. You right. know what I'm saying? You can't look for it. So that's right. what it's all about. It's all about taking a some type of accountability of yourself and saying, This is how I like want my life to be. I want my life to turn out like this. So now let me take accountability of the choices that I make in my life and say that okay, this is how it's gonna turn out because now I'm the captain of my own ship. Right, right. So let me ask you this. What do you think about situations with what what do you think? about situations like Kanye's West Sunday service now. You know what I mean? Everyone knows he's he's now they have the church of Kanye and you know he's just releasing, you know what I mean, uh, as of recently he conf he's confirming his um his new release album Jesus is King in the release date. What do you think the do you think Kanye West is also one of those people who is exploiting uh people's religious belief and he's trying to create this new religious spiritual awakening based on the millennials who really don't believe in anything? Do you think he's trying to create a form of religion that will entrap millennials? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Okay, here's here's the thing. See, the, the Bible says that if you're going to have a church, you got to have a spiritual leader. It's got to be a head of that church. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a preacher. It's got to be a pastor, somebody to lead the flock, right? Mm -hmm. Well, if you look at what Kanye has done, and if you listen to what his wife has said, they have Sunday service, which is spiritual worship through music. 
You don't have a pastor there that's per se leading the church. So you have no one there to judge you, to hold you to any type of accountability when it comes to thus said the Lord. So, but you can still worship God through music. Well, that's everything contrary to what the Bible says. The Bible says it's supposed to be the head. The books, if you're a believer in Christianity, if you're a believer in whatever type of religion, there's got to be some type of source that is spewing this message. And there's got to be some type of source that's holding the followers to some type of accountability. Well, in this Sunday service, there's no source that's holding people to a type of accountability. There's only a music conductor. There's only people dancing around, you know what I'm saying, feeling the rhythm of the music. Don't get me wrong. We all get lifted and feel the rhythm of the music. But somewhere you got to be judged. Some type of accountability got to be held when it comes to. Okay, so 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 with that said, with that said, what about the accountability of his wife who walks around and she's one of the most influential women in the world and her fashion and her, her, her habits and the things she does, it does not spiritually align children or millennials or, or, or women to say, hey, let's have a little bit more respect for yourself, more respect for your temple, who you are as a woman. None of that is in play right now. You get what I'm saying? So cause technically, quote, she's the first lady of this church and her sisters. You get what I'm saying? So where is the responsibility that as you you create this divine and, and this spiritual awakening that you say, you know what, let me tone down some of the stuff that I'm doing. Let me and my family who have represented um, uh, nudity and, and all the other things, let us tone back a little bit because we believe in this. When you start having family members coming to these events and, and, and sharing these events, when do you say, I have a role in this and I need to change what I'm doing as well. And that's exactly what I'm saying, bro. Like, there's got to be some type of, like, hold on now, what we doing? Who, who, you know, like, who is standing right here and saying, hold on, this don't look right. Hold on, this don't sound right. Give me a little bit more, you know, give me a little bit more with this. Because at the end of the day, if you read it from the text that I'm reading, because you say Jesus is king, you know, so that means you read it from what I'm reading. You, we've got the same book. That book says that it's got to be somebody at the head of that church. Right. You understand what I'm saying? So that's what the millennials got to do. The millennials got to read. The millennials got to find an accurate source that's giving them the information the right way because he only giving you part of the information. And what they say, once you got part of a, of a story, you don't have the whole thing. So how can you make a judgment of what you read or what you interpret if you don't have the full book, you know what I mean? Or you're not getting the full story. So, nah, man, I, I can't go with it, you know? Right, so, right. that's my that's my feeling, bro. You know, mm. People question my spirituality, so let me put that, that out there. Because, you know, I used to do the things I used to do. Run the streets, game bang, crack, slang, all that. I used to do right. it all, too. Right. You know what I mean? Been shot, been yeah. shot back, yeah. you know what yeah. I'm saying? Been yeah. shooting people, you know what yeah. I'm saying? All types of yeah. stuff, how things happen. That's yeah. the street life. 
So yeah, it, 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 it says it, it says it simply in the Bible. He without sin cast the first stone. You know what I mean? And, and I right. say that to anybody. You know what I mean? When no matter what it is, nobody's past is perfect. Matter of fact, our past is what define us and make us the man that we or men and women that we are now. Because if you don't have right. a past, if you don't have that experience, when you see it again, if you run across it and you're 50 years old, you're gonna do something that you should have already been there, done that at the age of 10, 18, 19, or 20. So I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. You know what I mean? Right. He without sin judged, you know, cast the first stone. Um, how, how we're, I'm, we're interested in finding out what you guys think. You know, tell me what you think in the comment section below, wherever you're listening to this podcast. What do you think about everything we've talked about today? What are your, what are your understanding? If you're watching this through Premiere, if you're, you're just watching the replay of this, leave your comment in the either description or this comment section or whatever. But we want to hear from you guys. Tell us what you think about this new found religion. Um, rappers utilizing gospel to now pass their messages on. Uh, what do you think about Kanye West's uh, uh, Sunday service and his wife? What about what do you think about all the things that we've talked about? Now, on a lighter note, Casino, um, what what else is going on? What we got popping, man, on your end? You got anything that we need to look out for? Yeah, man. Um, on a lighter note, yo, we got some stickers. You know what I'm saying? We got the hands-on entertainment stickers now available. You know what I mean for all the kids. You know so. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got those popping off. But look, check it. What I wanted to talk about, too, now, is that uh, getting back to the music business, uh, I recently, you know, after having that snag food, well, not even a snag food, but having that, that awakening phone call from Facebook about how to properly advertise on their platform. Well, as you spend money online, artists, I want y'all to get this understanding that as you spend money, and it's enough money to make a uh, uh, impact, then that information is starting to be shared to other sources online. Believe me, like SG said before, y'all think they don't keep information and pass it along? They do keep information and pass it along. So with that being said, in the mail, I received a letter from Google that telling me that, hey, you can promote with us on our platform. And if you spend this amount of money, we'll give you our money back for free just for being in a business and promoting your business on our platform. Hence the word business. See, I have my LLC. So they are approaching me not as an individual, not as an artist, but as a business. So they say, okay, you have been spending money on these other platforms. How about coming to us? The biggest platform that everybody has to visit once they log on to the internet if they're trying to find something. Everybody right. has to go to Google. So why not promote your music on our site? Everybody right. gonna see it. Right. So right. that's the new thing that I want people to know. You can now promote your music on Google. <laughs> That's a whole nother show right there. That's that's a, another topic that we could talk about because it's always about embed, you know, embedding yourselves and, and, and promotion and how to utilize the tools and resources that are available to you. And with Google sending you $150 uh, and, and they, what they're basically saying, you spend $150, we're going to give you $150. You know what I mean? And, and let's be honest, you know, that's them creating their own money because they create the, their own value to their services. You know what I mean? But hey, Take advantage of it, guys. Like uh, Casino says, utilize it. Because, again, you got to have that marketing, guys. you got to be able to take care of yourselves, and you got to be able to promote your music. So, 
Definitely, definitely fascinating, man. Um, is there anything else you want to uh, share, man, before we get off of this podcast or anything that you want to bring light to? Yeah, last but not least, September the 26th, you, you can catch me at Orangeburg, in Orangeburg at Claflin College, you know, for the Orangeburg Public Safety Annual Game Prevention Summit. You know, I will be the keynote speaker, just giving my experiences, trying to reach to you and just let them know that there's a better way to do the things that they are doing if they're not getting the results that they're expecting to get. So, you know, I want y'all to follow me on all social media, Casino Roulette, at Casino Roulette. Uh, stream my music. Uh, check out the docu-series on Amazon Prime, which is Made Men, starring my myself and my man uh, Spaceman Cruz. And stay on the lookout for the docu-series part two, Made Men 2. Made Woman Part 1, and catch me at SG1 in a city near you for the pitch entertainment <laughs> Casino, hey, you get it in, man. Like, Casino, like, I'm going to run it all down real quick and let y'all know where it's at, what's going to be, when it's going to be, real how quick, we get. man. <laughs> you never know when you might, you never know when the light's going to cut off. You That's know what I'm saying? That's a that's a fact. I agree with you 100%. And it's something that I try to tell people all the time, you know, take advantage of today because you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. So you you definitely said that, brother. Definitely yeah, said. Man. And love life, man. Love life. That's that's my message I want to be to the people. Love the life, man. I fell in love with God. I fell in love with life. And it's a beautiful thing, man. I, I don't have no down days no more because I know if I got down days, tomorrow is going to be one that's going to be up. So that's I right. just look forward to tomorrow. That's right. That's a fact. That's a fact. All right, guys. Well, look, man, we definitely enjoyed you guys. Always enjoying you guys. We look forward to your comments. We look forward to looking at some of your comments from our previous podcasts and videos. Um, again, right now we don't have a name, so we're happy that you listened to the unnamed music podcast show. All right. <laughs> and uh, hopefully, guys, we've shared some kind of insight, uh, something for you to think about, something just for you to Start your day out right or, or, or end your day out right. Something to think about and, and give you something in value. Um, again, I'm your man, SG1 from the Peacemakers, as well as my brother, my partner, and friend, Casino Roulette. And you can check Casino out on VH1 Season 8, right? Season 8, season finale, and for Season 9 coming up, Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. Casino, that's me, Casino Roulette. Also, don't forget, guys, as well, make sure y'all check out Lil Scrappy. He just dropped some new stuff, too, right, uh, Sino? From not mistaken. Yeah, he just dropped a new record, Dripping Out the Faucet. You know, y'all make sure y'all go check it out, support that. Y'all make sure y'all check out my new record. I just dropped Audemars and Scars. Y'all check that out and support that. And just stay in tune with the whole movement. This podcast right here is going to bring y'all valuable information on the music industry as well as how to just be a better human being. That's a fact. That's a fact. So what we're saying in a nutshell, guys, is make sure you support indie music as a whole, indie music across the board, and Slow Scrappy, Casino, and the Peacemakers are all indie, driven, indie, funded. Everything we do is indie. And we have to be that way if we're going to give you advice as an independent artist. So with that said, again, you're listening to the Unmade Music Podcast <laughs> with myself, SG1, at Casino Roulette. And as always, guys, remember, music is life. We out, and we love you. Peace and blessings. Hit thumbs up button, y'all. <laughs>